Hello and welcome on in to this week's episode of Black Girl Brunch. My name is Iman. And I'm Sabria. And thank you so much for tuning in. Oh my gosh. Too much crazy shit happened in this past week. Like, I felt like the time between this show, this week's show and last week's show was like two months. Yeah, that was crazy. I don't need last week didn't even feel like it was last week. It felt like it was so long ago. Like I know. It's just like so much has happened, like Oh, between Coachella and yeah, we just need to get right to it. Um, let's start with our fave four. So I read today that Nickelodeon turned 24 years old yesterday. That is so wild. 24 years old. Actually, I'm a liar. Not Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon show all that turned 24. I'm quite sure Nickelodeon is probably like at least 30 years old at this point. But in honor of all that turning 24, we're going to do our four favorite Nickelodeon shows. Okay. So, my favorite Nickelodeon shows, one would have to be Rocco's Modern Life. Um, That show was, like, the first, like, absurdist, like, humor. Mm -hmm. And, like, looking at it as an adult, it's like, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, this shit, they was talking about, like, hating capitalists and, like, the environment (laughs) and all that stuff. It was way ahead of its time. So, Rocco's Modern Life. He Um, definitely shopped at Whole Foods. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well... Rocco, I don't know. He's he probably wanted to, but he probably shot the Trader Joe's. Okay, okay, yeah, because I can see that. I can yeah, because he definitely didn't really have that much money or didn't care about. But you money. know what? It's a lot of people in Whole Foods who don't. Have, hold on one second, Eric. Are you getting water? Yeah. Can I have one, please? Thank you. Me too. <laughs> uh, I just nodded my head. I thought it you looked got like it. the way he did it. It looked like he was like turn up instead of drinking water. <laughs> But yeah, um, you know how a lot of people be in like Whole Foods broke as fuck. I feel like he yeah, would be that me. guy. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say like me. But he definitely is a Trader Joe's person. I feel like. Rock yeah, you know what? Man. His shirt kind of looked like the uniform at Trader yeah, Joe's. That's definitely that's funny. Um, also, I was thinking about this show today, um, Rocket Power. Um, oh, that was so good. I love Rocket Power. Reggie was goals. Um, I can't believe their last name was Rocket. Like. That was such a cool last name. And also, Way like, cool. they gave us a cool, like, slang term, shoobies, um, <laughs> which is, like, <laughs> shoobies is so funny to think about. But, like, it makes sense, like, because I feel like a lot of, um, like, if you're not from the beach, quote-unquote, or whatever, like, you wear shoes to the beach. <laughs> and so you are automatically, like, seen as a I guess like gentrifier or like a <laughs> visitor like whatever outsider. yeah outsider. we need to think of a new word to call like white people who are um like who come in the hood but they're not originally from there other than just gentrifiers we fucking can, like, yuppies okay i was going to say whiteies but or bikers or pitbull owners <laughs> or well i'm, I'm pitbull owner <laughs> me, me too yeah i was supposed to say you are too but like they be joe as shit like they be, like they have pins on their book bag like i rescued a pitbull it's like all right so did i yeah pussy <laughs> um number four uh, would have to be, hmm, this is a tough one. I'm like, should I go old school or should I go, like, kind of, huh? Oh, this is so hard. So, prop, you know what? I'm going to go with the Amanda show because um, <laughs> she really shaped, like, my sense of humor and, like, made me not 
afraid to be like gross and like a girl and just be like loud and like do ugly faces and stuff like that so like I when I was younger I really looked up to like you know Amanda Bynes on the Amanda show she was so fucking funny yo oh my god she was she was definitely like Raven was the second like funny like goofy crazy outrageous girl that I seen like growing up but Amanda was definitely the one who had like my sense of humor like yeah Oh my God, Moody's point that was should so... have been a real show. <laughs> <laughs> that show was so oh my God, it's so disgusting. Like there was like somebody like a missing toe, <laughs> yes, in a parachute. Like what? <laughs> and her mom was like she wasn't dead, but she was like she was missing like but on she a was... <laughs> balloon. And then remember that one guy with the dark hair? He was like always real fake deep, and that was like her bae? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, and wasn't, yeah, wasn't on Moody's Point, it was like a pizza face, and his face was literally a pizza. <laughs> I don't know, but that's funny as shit. Also, you have to think about, you know, when Drake and Josh was on there, and they would do like that little Italian thing. Oh, yeah, that was like, funny. forget about it. <laughs> he was like, okay. Yeah, that was uh-huh. funny. So, yeah, I mean, definitely Amanda Show. That was uh. a tough one because it was definitely between Fairly Odd Parents and Rugrats. Fuck. Yeah, those, um, I was thinking, I was thinking about those two. Um, but my first is Hey Arnold because. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. Hey Arnold to this day is still one of my favorite shows. Like, I say this all the time Helga G. Pataki is a real one. <laughs> uh, Helga G. Pataki is who I am, always have been, thick eyebrows and all. Like, she's just, a, she's just a real ass bitch and you know what they make Helga seem so damn crazy when like you know you're young you really thought Helga was like just a bitch but then when you get older you be like you know what Helga make a lot of sense you know what I mean just I mean yeah creating a shrine of your crush is a little bit that overboard, a little weird. <laughs> Being mean to him, making him suffer because you like him. Do I agree? No. But, but he didn't like, get the fucking point. He, Arnold, Arnold was pussy. And Arnold uh, liked Layla ass who didn't like him. So it was like... At Layla, the end of the, I fucking hate you. To this day, I, I hate bitches like Layla. 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 <laughs> Layla. No, Layla was... When she liked Arnold's annoying cousin, Arnie... That's when I was like, oh, this That bitch. shit make me mad. Because he was a weirdo. He, he was, was so a... annoying. And then, like, you got to think, hey, Arnold gave us Phoebe, Stinky, Ooh, shit. I Sid, Jer- like, oh, my God. And also, it was the first show where it took place in the city. Because every kid show I watched as a, as, a, as a youngin' was, like, in the suburbs. Yeah. And I couldn't relate because I grew up in the city. Yeah. And, like, hey, Arnold was, like. He lived in a boarding house. Yeah, these niggas was catching the bus. Like, like this was the first nigga I seen where the roof of they they like <laughs> you couldn't see their chimney or the roof of their house didn't look like a triangle. I'm like, wow, he lived in like the same type of like brick house that I live but in. He got a stoop. A boarding house is like. What is it, kind of? So it's like, pretty much when, like, people live room. So ultimately, he lived with a bunch of creeps. <laughs> because, I'm sorry, Oscar would not be around my child. Hell no. None of them. All yeah. of them were weirdos. They were fucking weirdos. All of them were on Megan's Law. Like, uh-uh. I would not trust Especially those Especially the, freaks. uh, what the fuck is his name? The short guy? Yes, Swatty. who liked violence and, like, knocking <laughs> Pounding people. That's what yeah, he was and then this, What was the Asian guy name? Because if I call him what I think I cold call him, I know it's wrong. So. <laughs> what the fuck? I forgot, but I remember it was an episode when he was talking about his daughter that made me cry when I was that younger. Was, that yeah, was I know such a that fucking was beautiful terrible. Oh, It was God. beautiful and sad. Yeah, it child. was sad because he lost her. And yeah. the woman that told about Arnold's parents, like, hey, Arnold just was such a rich showman. It gave us so much character. Hey, Ar- Arnold was such a sensitive, like, just with it character. Like, he truly empathized for everyone. And Gerald would have been my man crush Monday. Like, <laughs> just being Gerald real. Gerald really 
he just knew a lot. Um, as told by Ginger was oh also, yeah, that's a good one. I don't know why I love this show so much. Like, no, it's really good, and it get better with age. Yes, like, it's just Ginger was such a cool, like, chill ass person. She was very relatable, and like I, she wasn't too weird looking or too pretty, which I, <laughs> which I felt like was me when I was growing up. It's like, yeah, none of y'all bitches can call me ugly, but I know I ain't bad. So I really, I identify with like, yeah, Ginger. and she was stuck in the middle because like she was cool with like like the. Popular yeah. people liked her, but her friends was also like nerds. Yes, and you know what? That was kind of similar to us. Like, yeah, like just growing up, I was like, okay, cool. Like some of these popular kids like me, but ultimately, like I stay in my lane. And you, you want to be true to yourself. And her mom was funny as shit. Like, and Macy Gray fucked that. Uh, oh, his name was Mister Wynn. Yep, I definitely wouldn't have called him that. I was going to call him our uh, art teacher's name in high oh. school. <laughs> And I just felt that was I, wrong. Yeah, it round rhymes with it, but yeah, Mr. <laughs> Win. Okay, and then next, all that is gonna be on my list because that shit was funny. Like, yo, why don't kids get musical guests anymore on their shows? Like, oh, I don't know what the fuck Nickelodeon is doing there. I watched because I was gonna um like there's a lot of channels that have like writing like things for um people who want to write for TV and film. Mm-hmm. So I watched um. I, like, watched Nickelodeon for, like, a month and was trying to, like, write a spec script for some shows. And I'm like, I can't do it. I'm like, this shit is fucking stupid. Like, yeah. it's just... And then I, we found out that the guy... Um, it was a creep. Yeah, who, like, made half of all the shows. Zoe around. 101, I call yeah. He just was a fucking was weirdo. A fucking weirdo. But, yeah, I always loved all that. Like, when they used to have, like, Brandy, they used to have, like, rappers on there. Oh, my God. Wasn't and, Coolio on Yes, Coolio. And um, speaking of Coolio, Keenan Nikel is my final uh, choice. I was going to say Cat Dog because... Oh, my God, Cat Dog. Who the fuck so thought about that? Fu- that shit, like, who I... Who thought about that? I hate when people say stuff like this. Like, when somebody do something creative, people are like, oh, they must have been high. But, no, looking at that shit, I'm like, no. No, that cat, nigga whoever just fucking created Cat Dog... Fucking Winslow, the mouth... <laughs> <laughs> living yeah. in his little ass house, that shit was wild. And that yeah. gang, like the bullies and the little gr- the little one, was like, "Yeah, this ain't over." Me, oh my god! <laughs> and this is weird. When I was a kid, I had a crush on dog. Me like, too. I had a crush and on that, dog. That is sad because that reflects the type of men that I've dated. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking doofuses. It really do. Fucking dangus ass niggas. Yeah. Just because of dog. Like, oh my god. Dog was so sweet and charming though. He was. Cat was so high strung. I feel like Cat was a bitchy gay. Even Kat, though Cat is me though. Like now that I'm an adult, Cat <laughs> shuts all that shit down. I'm still dog. <laughs> yeah. We really cat dog. I really fucking dog. Why it took us this long in our friendship to realize we cat dog? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Because he really be saying shit that don't have nothing to do with anything. Cat is Professor Ogilvy, which is again <laughs> me. Like that's just who I am. I'm like, get let's shut it all down. But anyway, my favorite show was Keen to Kel because it was, again it was just a black ass show. They always was getting into some shenanigans. But this show, that show definitely gives me anxiety as an adult. Like watching <laughs> because I'm like. Don't do that. Like, you know, this this episode could be so much less chaotic. They was hooligans. Just, they was hooligans. And I really had a crush on, like, hell when I was a kid. I loved his obsession with orange soda. Just, <laughs> it was everything. That show was everything. And I'm happy that they're both doing well. Like, And actually, Kel is on um, 
Game Shakers, which is a show on Nickelodeon right now. He's one of the um, his name is Double G. He's nice, a rapper, nice. no, and he's a no, I think it's Triple G, something like that. He's a his uh son is like a creator of a game thing, and That's he's like decent. this rich rapper. So yeah, and even before that, like I remember just he was on little things like growing up. Like I know he was on like the Parkers at one point. Like also, he, he was Dance Three Sixty. Yes, I fucking love Dance Three Sixty, and he uh played like he played like a he had like a Bob or something when he was in the Parkers. His name was Freddie. I think. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, that's that's our fave four for today. I was gonna say Chalk Zone too. Chalk that, Zone was so Chalk good. Zone, Chalk Zone and Danny Phantom. Yeah, like Chalk God Zone damn. is some shit that I'm like, yo, they was high as shit right yeah. now. <laughs> and also the theme song went off. It did. He said, Rudy's got the Chalk, the Chalk, the Chalk Zone. I'm like, damn. Because that's how I feel when I'm high. It was like watching Chalk Zone. But yeah, Danny Phantom was... And I had... My crush. Teenage Robot. Oh. My Teenage Robot, like, I liked it. Oh, it was I okay. Fuck, why didn't I say Invader, Invader Zim? Zim? Fuck, I just thought about that. Yeah, you really... You were the first... I hated Invader Zim. <laughs> it made me sleepy. I fucking... No. I don't like shows that dark, When though. you... Well, you know I do. But like... With colors. When you watch it as, like, you get older, it becomes funnier. Because Zim... Fucking I like the colors. I fucking love the colors. Well, I know. Not- <laughs> Let's say again, cat dog. <laughs> I'm all like, okay, let's watch My Little Pony. There we go. I can. I, can I mean, that's that. cute too. Yeah. All right, so that's time. It's time to toast for a sis. Um, and as we, you know, kind of said before, like a, a sis is just anybody. You know, yeah. sis is anybody we fuck with. And this week Real is, shit. is Vince Staples. <laughs> we do. I fuck with him heavy. This Shout week. out to you, sis. Yo, Vince Staples went off while being interviewed at Coachella. He was talking. <laughs> he was somebody mentioned R. Kelly and he was saying, you know, he's a pervert. He's a freak. He's, Which is true. He's a this and he's that. He's and a pedophile. this nigga call himself the pie fucking piper. Like, do y'all know what the fucking pie piper is? Yeah. He like fucking kidnapped kids basically yeah. and, the, and you, you y'all fucking let this nigga call himself just because piper. ignition hot y'all let him do that and then the interviewer was like you know we need you to stop and I, this is my favorite thing he got louder he said <laughs> no no he's he's a he's a freak he's a creep yeah he said, he's a molester. Love, he said he be said, in jail yeah he said if y'all love r kelly so much y'all should have had him here <laughs> yeah he's he pees on people that's what he was saying and it was just so funny because i'm like wow finally someone who acts like me on the rig i know i love that like fucking shake the tables like i'm sorry i cannot like if you ask me like about certain people that the only people that i probably will not talk shit about is like other podcasters um Mm. right now (laughs) and between us between us gals when we're like kitchen table talk as we say it like i would definitely talk shit but like publicly like i don't know if i would talk shit about other podcasters depending on yeah, the only the podcaster I talk shit about is Charlemagne and Andrew Schultz. Which First is of all, his, uh, they don't. I feel like they don't count because they started in radio and then they jumped on a podcast shit. True, but like it's still a space where they get to say whatever they want and yeah, like interview. Like radio so regulated and they just like say whatever the fuck they want. Oh yeah, want. Fu- yeah. Fuck the fuck the Breakfast Club. Yeah, fuck the Breakfast Club and uh definitely those two podcasters. But no, I definitely feel you. He was really brave to just get out there. So toast for that sis. Um, and also I want to toast for another sis and. And this is totally me being a bitch because I'm just in a bitchy mood today. Like, I want to give a toast to a woman by the name. 
of Judy Tucker. Now, Judy Tucker decided that she would put her hands on a pregnant service woman, a woman in uniform, and she's a white woman who gladly, you know, got arrested. So I want to toast to Judy for letting, you know, us all see that no matter how white and feathered your hair is, bitch, you still can get arrested too. So yeah. toast for you for showing your kind that <laughs> just in case another one tries it because that service woman and is was- lucky that you didn't... Did she- you are lucky that that service woman didn't toss your skinny ass across the room. And also the, the officer was black. Yeah, oh, uh, yes, of course. Like, you know... I feel like that's the only reason why it happened, for real. To be honest, there's always... Even though it's always fucked the police for me. But she wasn't a police officer. She was like a... Um, she was in uniform. Oh, no, I'm talking about the police officer. The police officer. Oh, okay, cool. Well, yeah, <laughs> this person, she she was in uniform, and I'm just like, this Barbara Walters looking ass bitch really just tried to put yes, her hands like, on somebody. White people are, so y'all are sick. I want to toast for you for thinking that you really, really could do that, and I want. I'm. It's just I think your kind needs to see this that you're never too old or too white to get arrested. Yeah, because you know you just aren't. So I encourage the rest of you to just keep trying it. Keep trying to put your hands on black people. Keep trying to put your hands on pregnant black and that's women. So funny. And you're lucky. Oh my God. I'm just thinking about if you were pregnant and somebody like went and like snatched at you. I felt like I would have been on some like mortal combat, like get over here and shit. Like and I would it's not so be able to wild mm-hmm. to me that like she's probably one of the bitches that was like, Oh, Colin Kaepernick doesn't respect the troops. What a thought. But like Oh, meanwhile, like, you know, pushing a fool, a military woman. She's also acting a fool at a restaurant called Cheddar's (laughs) Restaurant, which, you know what? Delete all that shit. (laughs) No reason for the name of restaurant to be called Cheddar's. Everyone should be embarrassed who was there. Real shit. I would never go there. Um, So I know that fool probably bomb. It's all because (laughs) of a disgusting name like Sal's. Sal's Grease Sack. (laughs) Cheddar's can get bent. tea time and um we're just going to start tea time talking about i'm gonna say the most important thing in the world and that's beachella yeah um, beyonce came and back. stop fucking saying bay it's fucking b you bitch ass people is her name beyonce yeah like you dickheads so, like so why the, the fuck? fuck why would that even and i'm not the best reader but i fucking know but yeah, B Beyonce decided that she, <laughs> she made a return after them twins, and I was just thinking about. I it. forgot about the twins. Who <laughs> that really? Honestly, that really no, that's the it. only thing I was thinking about because I know how much you know. Like she had to lose the weight, and yeah, that, she, when she I, went vegan, she made me forget that she even had a family in she, that moment. She's so good at that, and. We just was like, what the fuck is going to happen? Coachella st- streamed live, and, like, I fell asleep. I'm not going to lie. Like, I fell asleep that night when it was all going down. I was so but fucking tired. But when I woke up, I didn't talk to anybody. Well, yeah, I took I took one for the team. I was like, I'm going to stay up because I know Iman is not. Oh, my God. I just could not do it. So I went I to know. Sleep. My eyes was getting... And I had to work the next day. My eyes was heavy as fuck. When I woke up, my mom was trying to talk to me. I was like, sis, I have to find something. Because I was scared. I also was scared I w- it would be very hard for me to find it. Yes. And it wasn't really that hard for me to find it. Did Thank you watch you. it on your TV? No, I watched it on my phone. The oh, whole thing. Wow. I watched the whole thing See, that's thing another thing. Phone. And you, because you know how I am about, like, quality stuff. Yes. Like, it's just really so needs to be watching shit in 3D. <laughs> not 
my ass. I can watch this shit. No, because somebody, because uh, <laughs> most um, those things you, uh, I can watch it on an etch sketch and be fine. <laughs> but you know that um the girl following Twitter, Matt Black Thought, was like, Beyonce deserves to be on your TV. Do not watch it on your phone. But she said that I was like on Twitter, like somebody help me. How do I watch it on my TV? Yeah, I found the um I found the link, but it starts off and I see that girl in the camera face balled up hitting them drums and I'm like oh my god she's about to give us a HBCU black ass fun time and like I, I was just like shaking realizing what was happening like how black this performance was about to be and then I saw her with that cape on and Nefertiti hit <laughs> and my mom always has this ongoing jokes about Jay-Z and as like my adrenaline is building up my mom's like what if everyone thinks that's Beyonce and she turns around and it's Jay-Z in that cape (laughs) oh god that was like burnt in my mind but of course it wasn't fucking Jay-Z fuck out of here it was Beyonce and she turned around Everything was happening so fast that I just was like, I don't even, like, I remember that outfit, but, like, I didn't until they posted the picture because everything was just happening so fast. She walked. She was walked. She stomped. No, but I was. She had the cape on and she disappeared. But you know what? Before that, I was mad because I had to sit through fucking post-menopause. Fucking post Malone. Oh fuck that! I had to ever sit. would I? Sit no, through we everybody on Twitter was so fucking mad because everybody was just like, why the fuck? Because he kept on being like, because it was a time because you know Beyonce is not late. She's always hitting the stage like bam. He's like, um, and can I tell you guys a story? Everyone's like, no. no. Then he's like, I got one more song. I'm like, I only thought this nigga had three songs. Like congratulations, White and we White Iverson and, and Rockstar and Rockstar. I'm a mad. I know that shit, but White Iverson was my this, tune. This nigga and he, what he fucking. Butchered. This nigga was pulling out the fucking greatest hits. His album ain't even come out yet. I'm like, what the fuck? I picture me like running on stage, like push him in the audience. I'm like, come on. And then when Beyonce finally came out, I was like, oh fuck. She my theory is Beyonce hates us. That's my biggest theory. Beyonce hates her fans. And I felt like she thought it was funny to make us sit through fucking post menopause. She probably arranged it that way. She was like, let them watch this bland shit because (laughs) they about to have a black ass good time when I come on the stage. But you know, then you know the drum line and like the dancers were there and I'm, again I'm feeling like I'm getting this H crazy HBCU experience and I'm like it's a, it's all different it's all these different assets and then who the fuck appears in a new outfit Beyonce then she does the she opens the show with this fucking stomp and when I tell you I felt that shit in my <laughs> the back of my throat I told you when I she stomped like that I just was like fuck like I had to just scream. That shit was breezy. Fuck. Like, are you kidding me? And those boots and those thighs and that yellow. And, like, she literally made her own sorority, which I heard that there's some rule you can't do that. But do you know? I know. I was First like, of fucking all, y'all gonna stop thinking that Beyonce has rules. Exactly. And, like, when I saw her do that, I'm like, oh, fuck, the fucking Greeks. Like, they gonna be ahead of their fucking ass and tight wide. It's like, like, can't nobody help that you ate, like, ate worms just to get a jacket on? Um, yeah. And, uh, you know. And you fucking put a sock up your ass to bark. <laughs> <laughs> Dickhead, anybody that do that? I never wanted to be part of a sorority right now, and I just or a wanted... fraternity. Yeah. Well, you can't be a part of fraternity. Yes, you can. But... You really can. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. But women can be part of fraternities. Mm-hmm. You fucking barking and fucking eating worms. I, listen, it was cool. I always think it's cool from a distance, but um, 
I just want to be a part of whatever and Beyonce's I just, is that, sor- sorority yeah, is. I just want to. I just need. I just need to be a part of none it. none of that other shit. Just with Beyonce. I, I need to be a part of it. Okay, so yeah, we got that. Then what fucked me up is when Lay Twins came out. I missed them so. Yes, they. Oh my gosh, much. she fucking. I thought she gave them up for adoption. And after, also, I wanted to know what that conversation was like when she let them go after Miss Carter. Like, listen. It was fun. We don't need you. I feel like she just was like, we don't need you. All women from this point on yeah. is what I'm doing. But, you know, Beyonce has cut people out in phases. First, she cut off the white people. <laughs> yeah. Then she, she cut off the white people. She cut off the men. And as <laughs> she cut off the men, she like, it's just me by myself, me and my kids. That's it. But the thing is, I feel like certain people, she still keeps like, okay, I'm going to need you. Like, I'm still like the com- mamas when they came. Yeah, and I'm still fucking confused with like Ty Tyrone. Like I don't know if that's still her stylist or not because I'm like I feel like they still in cahoots. Like I don't yeah. know if they like she said he wasn't her stylist, but then he be posting stuff, and I'm like, fuck it, they probably <laughs> just still. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. At one point when Beyonce was dancing, I was like, it's something wrong with her. Like, is she crazy? Like, just watching her face as she go through this whole show, I'm like, Beyonce could have done half of what she fucking did, and it still would have been better than anything else anybody else would have done. Mm-hmm. She could have done half of what she fucking did, mm-hmm. but she didn't do half because she's Beyonce. And I was just looking at her like, how crazy do you have to be to, like, add all these elements? Like, at one point, some, a bitch was, had patons. She brought out Jay-Z. She brought out Destiny Child. She brought out um, Solange. I about to say she brought out Beyonce. At one point, I thought <laughs> I she... like Solange brought herself out also. <laughs> yeah, Solange came... I said that Solange was wild as shit on that stage. I loved it. When I saw Solange, like, drop when there was no need to, I was like, wow. She, she tore herself out. Solange was dancing the way me and my cousins danced to that song at block parties. She did, That's her song. Get Me Body Extended <laughs> is her song. I, I love that. Do I, more of this. I fucking love that. And then, like, the only thing I would say no to is Jay-Z. He didn't need to happen. He fucking sucks. Like I said, he needed like a fucking Ricola or something. Yeah, I'm like, my nigga, like you don't even fucking dance. Like he came and with... he didn't have a haircut, did he? Well, you know what? I like him better when he don't have a haircut. I think he looks great when he wolfs. And I feel like such a basic bitch for saying that, but <laughs> I, I just think that he looks better when he without could, a haircut. Honestly, like in a headband thing, I like that. I really like when you do that. You know, it's this episode of Black Mirror where it's like you can block people in real life and you see you only have you seen that episode? No. It's like you see them like as a orb and it's like their mouth, like their words, whatever they're saying to you is muttered. It's like Ooh, that sounds beautiful. No, I love that fucking episode. You gotta watch it. Mm-hmm. But that's what I saw when I saw Jay Z. It was he just like a, a orb, like and it just was Beyonce. He's like, Brooklyn, babe, you burn me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, lubricate them fucking vocals before like, you step on stage you know, with my queen. <laughs> you know when they, they um distort the vocals and like how they did that yodeling boy and I'm like, <laughs> goodbye, I'll cry. That's like, <laughs> he sound like he was yodeling though. Crackly ass voice, like get out of here. I was like, ew, you already a known cheater. Now you want to come here with this nasty ass yeah, voice. Yeah, nobody asked for that. I'm like, if I knew the beehive hated me, I would... Try to be give them one hundred and twenty, <laughs> and we about to see a whole fucking joint tour with you. Like, come like, on, honestly, keep that shit. Uh, like, uh, I would have rather future. Come on, like, I did that about the baby. <laughs> he was mumbling during that song too, but shocking. Also, um, 
Destiny Child came out when they was doing that walk together, and Beyonce was yes, in the middle. And oh my gosh, Kelly really fucking killed it. And I'm not that is not shade to Michelle, so no, y'all can Michelle shut did. the fuck up. But <laughs> Kelly is a fucking vocalist, and I feel like mm-hmm. a lot of people just don't realize. Yeah, realize did you ever see that video where they was like harmonizing and then fucking Kelly come in there like, like she literally came into that song like the Kool Aid Man bust into shit. Like she just starts screaming. Yeah, and she's like, I'm gonna. She was like, I can do this. Like y'all think I can't, but I can really. I'm do just this. chilling. That's how she. she yeah. is. and it's not the same chilling as Sierra either. Yeah. She just like literally is just like, we all know. Yeah, exactly. we all know what I can do. But Sierra isn't chilling. She's just not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's like, oh my god. I just want to say, um, thank you to Beyonce. Um, she has another weekend performance coming up, and I just don't believe that she's going to do the same thing. Yeah. that's why I'm scared. I'm scared because I can't take it. Because like I could, I wanted to upload on Black Girl Brunch Instagram, like, oh, here's some like pictures and some cool things from like Beyonce. But I just fucking could not do it. Like, I couldn't focus. Like, I was just like, you know what? I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it. This was too much. It was a lot. It was. And I think she's going to do something different, too. Because I'm like, because last year I had, the only performance I watched from Coachella last year was Lady Gaga. Um, and I didn't know that the headliner, like, they performed two weekends. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that um, because Lady Gaga, because they're, um, Machete was telling me that traditionally they do the same thing. They it's mm-hmm. the same performance, but I feel like Beyonce is definitely gonna do something different because she hates her fans. Yeah, she's crazy. There's something wrong with her. Yep, there's something going on. Beyonce ain't like the rest of us. She just danced for so long and so hard. And at one point, I was like, wow, like she hasn't been, she had twins, she not winded, them thighs was perfect, them titties just wanted them have to come out and do their own thing. It's just like, I'm sorry, like I'm not even staring at anything while I'm talking about this. Like I'm just <laughs> thinking about it. It was very, it was overwhelming. Oh gosh. It was very overwhelming. Bless that woman. God, I love. And her. when she did check up on it, she's like, "Y'all know the dance." I was like, "You're what damn the fuck? right." <laughs> she, I'm oh, the also, first black woman to headline Coachella. Ain't that a bitch? That was. I love when she cursed. But also another thing is, or, no, she said, "Ain't that some shit?" Yeah. Mm-hmm. A legendary moment. She did not end on Halo. Thank God. <laughs> I feel like honestly. Beyonce trying to make Halo mean as much to us as it mean to her. And I I'm buy like, it because it is. She's... I'm going like, to keep it real with you, Chief. Ain't nobody trying to hear that shit. <laughs> no, what's she in on this time? I'm forgetting. Um, oh, fuck. Um, no, it wasn't count. It was, um, love, no. Baby, Baby you. Yeah. Yeah. Lo- love on top. <laughs> yeah, it was that. And she was talking about her babies, thank God, again. I forgot she had twins until <laughs> she said, I got pregnant, thank God. I'm like, Blue is fine. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I know Blue was That's so crazy. happy That's crazy. She did not end on Halo. I'm like, wow. Mind blown. Over Halo, to be honest. <laughs> it's like, no, I love Halo. I love every, she, I love everything that Beyonce does that's all the time. She ended on the concert room so hard. Yeah, we'd be like, get your bag, start hitting to a sex. <laughs> but no, confetti came down, so we was very happy. Yeah. All right, so moving on. Um, Nicki Minaj. Uh, Nicki Minaj had an amazing interview recently. She also dropped two bangers, which, how did you feel about those bangers? I really like Chung Lee. Like, I really like it. I really like Barbie Tanks. I like it um, because it sound like, like, I could picture somebody, like, it, like fighting fight. to it. Like, yeah. yeah, so that's what I really, and I knew, 
also because like I like Street Rider and I love Chung Lee, so yeah, I'm also like partial to that. Cause I'm like, well, me being not, not just sound like oh my gamer girl. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck you know about fucking Chung Lee? Like, but she probably do play video games. I or feel she like did. she's just inspired by it and yeah. like how I she am probably was like what's she probably like what's that girl's name? I guess I love her. That's how I'm inspired by like Sailor Moon. Like I used to watch when I was a kid, but I just love her essence. Like I I get it, but um. Yeah, I like Barbie Tangs, but to be honest with you, I wanted both to go harder. I'm, like, I don't, I'm really not seeing this as, like, a Nicki Minaj hater because I love her and I mm-hmm. want her to do good. But I'm like, all right. Yeah, like, I liked it, but, like, my wig wasn't, like, blown back. Like, yeah. I love, I really It was good hip-hop. It. That's what yeah. I feel like. I feel like it was good hip-hop. It was good lyrics. But I'm not going to sit here and pretend, like, oh, shit, she changed the game with these two songs. Yeah. What she showed is that, like, Okay, I'm about this rap shit. I'm not. I could do more than just that singing like pop stuff because that last song she released with Future when she was wearing that sparkly bodysuit, that shit made me mad. I felt like it was a waste of studio time. Yeah, and, and I, a waste of outfit. They was in fucking London. That was just like y'all both could have kept that. But I know, th- but, and I never speak ill of Future. But this, it was good hip hop. Like it was just good hip hop. But are we gonna remember it in five years? That's what I'm, like, thinking about. Like, you know? I feel like since it was, like, Nikki Day, I feel like it'll be, like, iconic moment. But I am annoyed, though, because I wanted a video mm-hmm. for Chung Lee, but she released the, um, it's, like, her in the studio, and she, like, recorded it on her phone, like, basically, like, a selfie thing. Which I feel like that is, like, as an artist, like, I, like, appreciate that, because I feel like it's, like, something new Candid. like i like when people do stuff that's very like current and it's like a saying something about our society or something like that but i don't think it was that deep for her i just feel like it just was like you know a moment it's a time stamp whether she meant for it to be or not like yeah but i just i wanted because i really wanted the video like her, her dress like chung lee like some fighting like no i get it yeah definitely i would have expected that but um <laughs> Yeah, she had an interview, and she talked about a lot of stuff, but one of the biggest takeaways is she kind of addressed the Cardi, her her relationship with Cardi B. Um, and she said, the only thing with Cardi that really, really hurt my feelings was the first interview she did after Motorsport came out. I remember when I came in the game, if a female of that stature had done a feature with me on it, I would only be singing their praises and saying thank you. The first interview she did after Motorsport came out, it just really hurt me. She looked so aggravated and angry. And the only thing she said was, oh, I didn't hear that. I didn't hear that. I was like, what? (laughs) Then she said, it it, it hurts my feelings to know that people would watch me get slaughtered. Oh, this is in reference to, like, you know, people... Once people start speculating that Cardi and Nikki was having beef, Nikki said, it hurt my feelings to know that people would watch me be slaughtered and not one person will step up and tell the truth. They will run with the lie. They'll allow people to run with um with the lie because it's entertaining that Nikki seems it's entertaining to make Nikki seem like the bad guy. Up until this recent interview that she did, I had never seen her show me genuine love. I would like to imagine how many girls wish they could have been on a song with Nicki Minaj. And I'm not saying it in a cocky way, but yeah, yikes. Longest it's because of the Nicki hate that she felt that comfortable to address me in that manner. First of all, Nicki Minaj, I'm going to tell you this right now. 
you just a person. <laughs> I didn't you are not it. an actual queen. Like, I, <laughs> it's like listening to this, I'm like, yo, I kind of get what you're saying, but not even Beyonce would be fucking talking like this because who you are and what makes you a queen is inside of you. And you, you don't gotta, she ain't gotta respect you. She just don't. Yeah, and I feel like she, like, Cardi B is somebody that likes to be neutral. Like, she don't want nobody to hate her. Um, or she don't want to, like, know. Because I'm like, who does she hate? Like, she's somebody that she just likes to remain neutral. Yeah. So she'd rather say nothing at all than say anything. And I also think that Cardi B knows she's not the most articulate person. And when it comes yeah. to defending herself and really talking about how she feels, she can easily get tripped up in interviews. So mm-hmm. she probably has just been advised to keep it very fucking neutral. And that's what she's done. She's also expressed how much she loved Trina mm-hmm. in interviews. But you also have to remember that, like, she hit the stage with Remy Ma. And everybody was like, so does you hit the stage with Remy Ma? Does that mean that you don't like Nikki? And she's like, like, no, it means that I'm about this fucking money. And I'm going to hop on stage with anybody at this point because I respect them all. Like, And also, cer- certain, like, depending on who you are as a, uh, like, an artist, like, a, a well, I'm, like, this is no shade, but, like, I don't think she's an artist. She's a, she's a rapper. Yeah. But uh, an entertainer. Um, mm-hmm. As an entertainer, like, some people mean different things to you, like, for instance, like, like I said, like, I love Nikki, like, so much, and I am influenced by by her, by so many things, but I feel like my rapper persona is definitely like more of Little Kim, Trina, um, ish vibes. Right. Um, and, and she I, mentioned that too that like Cardi always shouting out Trina. I'm like, because I feel like that's, that's more her vibe. Her. Yeah, I will say I feel like because like if you think about the the cover art for Gangster Bitch, uh, Volume One, like the guy, her legs open, the guy giving her head or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's some straight up Diamond Princess like Trina shit. Yeah. And like that's how I feel. Like I said, I would never take away. There's so many things that he has influenced me on. But like as my like rapper persona, like I definitely feel like I'm inspired by. Trina and little Kim like um way more like a hundred percent yeah and like I I know you feel like like you she is iconic within rap she really really is yeah and to do a that thing she did when she saw Lauren Hill and she got down on her knees and she was like praising her praising her praising her not everybody has to do that to respect you yeah. you know what I mean and I try to be smart. Like, what if Cardi B really don't like your rapping? Like, what the fuck? She don't have a right to just not like it? Yeah. So I just was kind of like, I don't know. Yeah, because I was going to say, I, the, that was like weird, but like also, but the Quavo thing, I was like, that I, was weird. That was, that was so mean. That was weird. I'm like, because, but niggas really be saying shit like that. Like, they be saying, like. So she, she asked Quavo to hop on Twitter to defend her while all this was happening. And she said Quavo's response was, like, if you was my girl, I would defend you. And that hurt her. But also keep in mind that she posted photos with Quavo, so she forgave him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just don't. I feel like there was more to that exchange, but ultimately, I felt like that was his final word in the situation like I'm not going to defend you because you ain't my girl that's fucking dumb like number <laughs> one <laughs> like I, I defend the people what? who ain't I want, I'm not dating all the time but I also feel like why do you a grown woman need people to defend you online like who gives a shit if people think you and Cardi B beef and if you know you not don't worry about it yeah I can't imagine giving one single fuck being Nicki Minaj, being the icon that she claims to know she is, worried about this fucking 20-year-old newcomer. Like, at the end of the day, what she's done, still, it's not her first... 
I'm going to just say this. Invasion of Privacy is not better than fucking Pink Friday, okay? And no, knowing that, shit. knowing that, you should go to sleep at night knowing say, that I'm that hot. bitch. Yeah, I was say, because it's, it's the thing, well, it's the thing right now because Atlantic is, like, pushing it and, like, stuff like that. But, like, in, like, longevity is... It's not gonna. It's gonna be unmatched. I'm gonna say that invasion of privacy is not better than the pink print. It's just not like invasion of privacy was cute. It was a good first album for someone else. But but no, on some real shit, Gangster Bitch Volume One is better than all of it. It's better than the pink print. No, it's better than invasion Invasion of privacy. privacy. Okay, and that's her mixtape. Yeah. So I just think that Nicki needs to understand. That she's been here first. She don't need fucking teenagers. So they should be. I consider Cardi B and Migos to be like 15 <laughs> years old. Granted, and they my age. I wish I would give a fuck about what some mumblers had to say about me or confirm it. And Motorsport is not that song to be going up off of. Because that shit, in the grand scheme of all y'all songs, is trash. Yeah, I Motorsport is none of y'all best. I don't even remember. Cause, oh my gosh, and that shit is so weird. Quavo at the end um, singing about his dead grandma. Yeah, like what? What is this song about? The video high tech. <laughs> that shit. He was going in. Fuck. And I'm like, speaking of a song you wrote high, <laughs> was y'all niggas on acid when y'all wrote this? Not even that. It's fucking meth. <laughs> Heroin or some shit. That song don't like y'all dress like Power Rangers. And he talking about his girl. Anyway. <laughs> it is called Motorsport. Yeah. Which sounds sexual. I, no, I thought it was going to be on a beach. Not futuristic, like motorsport. Or at least, yeah, motorsport. They riding like on the, those yeah. things, like in Miami or something. Exactly. But no, these niggas was dressed like, you know how when Power Rangers be in the suits? And like, <laughs> you can see like their face. I'm like, uh, all right. Yeah. Nikki's wig was great, so that's why I took it. Like the braids. That shit was weird. Uh, it was weird. Like I said, all y'all need to leave motorsport in the past. That shit sucked. Yeah, like in the grand scheme, like I bought to it when there was no drama. Now it annoyed me because I'm like, all this drama over this nut ass song. Please. That shit weak. Honey. All right. So Starbucks. Oh my God. Oh, right. before that, the mm-hmm. Beyonce scholarship. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I wrote that. I wrote that. Okay, so not only did Beyonce, like, go go crazy with this HBCU-themed routine, she decided to give, like, what, four college... Four colleges, like these crazy, crazy scholarships. Mm-hmm. So she put her money where her mouth. Is. That's her doing full circle, not just biting off these people's culture, but like, how can I go back to it? She did the same thing with formation. Like, yeah. none of you bitches have a, a a bad word to say about Beyonce. She does it all. And if you do, you fucking bored. If you you bored, and we can fight. Like, if you want, Real shit. we can fight. Um, so yeah, then we run out of time. So let's just get to this really quick. Starbucks, all right? Recently, two black men were in Starbucks and a store manager called the police because they um thought the two men were suspicious because they weren't placing the order. So the men were arrested for trespassing. <laughs> in a public place? And that's open. And other people were there. And the customer said the customer said that they were waiting for another man to arrive and <laughs> That person met them as they were being arrested and escorted out. So that's so fucking embarrassing. Like, that really is. W- just recently in New York, like we sat in a Starbucks. Yeah. I mean, gra- we did bu- we did buy something, but it was gone soon. We just was sitting in there, and I can't imagine just sitting there and just being like arrested. Like, oh, oh my god. That is so. It's 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 such a. 
it's, I'm so tired of it, and it's like an ongoing. And the most chilling thing is it happened here in yes, Philly. It happened in Philly. I was sure when I first saw this footage, like I kind of ignored it, but I just assumed that it happened in like Alabama or like you know somewhere in Mississippi. I never went my fucking wild thoughts would have thought that you know this is somebody who could have profiled us. Yeah, this is somebody because I, I just started drinking coffee, <laughs> and I'm just thinking like, how could. It's like broad daylight. How could you just feel threatened by two black men standing there? Oh, I know. I know how you could feel You're threatened. You're so fucking mad because nobody's buying a fucking vente latte. I know. I mean, I do fuck with Starbucks. I'm not going to lie. Like, the almond milk caramel macchiato on ice. That's yeah. fucking pussy. Yeah. Well, Starbucks CEO was not happy with this. The manager got fired. He went on Good Morning America. He was talking about it. Did that stop people from Philly from going in there, cutting up and protesting Starbucks? No, it did not. Which, What's your stance on people, like, going into Starbucks protesting even after the manager got fired? Um, I don't know. Um, because a part of me is, like, shake them up. Um, and then a part of me is like, well, these, some of these people didn't have anything to do with it. Yeah. my was my whole thing. It's like, yo, I love, a, I'm a protesting ass bitch. Like you, you tell me it's a protest. I grab my bullhorn. I grab my posters, put my Doc Martens on and I'm ready to but fucking I think protest. People I'm were ready to pro- party. They were protesting. I know before it's for him to, like, I mean, well, I don't know if it was a male or female, but like they were protesting for, for that person yeah, to get fired. Yeah. To get fired. So, but once they were fired and now you're like yelling at people who may have wanted that person fired too because if anybody knows that managers suck it's usually employees first yeah i was about to say then that that's like uncalled for like yeah i'm just wondering like what was the point like i I was looking at it and there's this picture of this man like yelling in this guy's (laughs) face and he just was looking like bitch i don't want to be here like as a person who's worked a job like that i'm just imagining my manager doing something wrong and somebody being like you guys are terrible it's like first of all i barely want to be here so yeah and it's like miss it's misplaced anger it's like you're just mad about because there's so much going on in the city right now it's like that and then like the meek mill uh like situation just education so, just education, violence just slums just, just dirt falling apart if you angry and I feel like people are just like they're like oh you know what if they're not listening here let me derail this and like put now, it together. yeah and i do get that because they know like okay this the uh, the media is hot on this right now so like i'm gonna get and on also it. like the the person that the the guy I was yelling at with the megaphone was white, so like fuck him. Yeah, but you know he just looked tired. Like I, yeah. so a lot of white people look like that. True, they just they. <laughs> you gotta fucking at all points, all all points. But the CEO um decided that he um I believe the CEO is a guy. Well, I was gonna say wouldn't be surprised, <laughs> but the CEO said that they were going to close eight thousand um stores to host to educate employees about racial bias, and that's what I call putting your money where your mouth is too. Yeah, that is that is. Good. I mean, I can't be mad at that. I mean, I I mean they are like capitalist scum, whatever. What right, are you gonna right. do? I mean, yeah. But what are you gonna do? <laughs> Who isn't? Do? But yeah, I I feel like that is good that they did that. Um. That they're really trying to take this serious and say, like, oh, how can we fix this? That's the best reputation management um, that, like, I can think of since the Tylenol problem when people were, like, poisoning Tylenol, like, back in the day. Oh, yeah. And they had to take Tylenol off the market. Like, with with the day and age where so many people just take way too long to respond, I'm looking at you, H&M, or don't respond Mm -hmm. at all, I'm looking at you, Tart. Like, Mm -hmm. it is really cool when an organization is like, no, fuck this. 
even if it don't work mm-hmm. for public perception, that's the that's what you do. Yeah, I you really address it. it. You take accountability and you you sacrifice something. I don't want you to say sorry. I don't give a take that sorry and shove it up your ass. Mm-hmm. I want you to show me wh- how you, how sorry you are. And I believe that about everybody. Keep that same energy. Mm-hmm. You embarrass these two men mm-hmm. and you make black people feel like we can't come there anymore. And they're gonna meet with them, the two guys. Yeah. So that yeah that that made me feel better because like especially thinking about things with like Tart and like um, H&M and stuff mm-hmm. like that like I am so those companies I don't want to be associated with like I can't really be mad at Starbucks anymore no. because I of that they handled it yeah like you said they, they handled it but like the H&M and Tarte is just like I don't want to I feel embarrassed for you know being a part like I'm tired of people just thinking that they can fuck black people over and they can still get our money like it's been happening for way too long and there's no latte no lip palette no nothing that that's good even though it took me a while like a lot of people had to educate me on why I had to officially cut H&M off mm-hmm. but I did and it's just I'm done my money can go other places mm-hmm. I want you bitches to keep revealing yourself as problematic because I need to save money anyway yeah all right so um, real quick real quick breakups and break-ins trust me it's gonna be quick because these people ain't shit to talk about (laughs) we're we're not talking about mariah if we talk about mariah i think we have to cut off the sunken place because we are almost well i was gonna just i I just am happy for mariah carey that she's finally free revealing herself you didn't tell what she did Oh, well, she... Well, I'm happy that she can't... First, because I was watching... I'm thinking about... Because I watched Wendy Williams Mm -hmm. this morning. Not my choice. My mom's (laughs) watching it. But um, Wendy Williams was saying that she um, came out with the story that, you know, she's dealing with bipolar disorder because um, then she said that and then things came to the surface about her manager um saying you know she did all this crazy stuff like she was um wouldn't take her medicine for bipolar she would just um be high out of her mind like smoking weed and stuff like that which a lot of people who suffer from mental illness rather smoke than to medicate because i would rather do that as well yeah so her um it, it was smart of her to, you know, instead of being like, you know, before this person exposes me or some some shit, I'm exposed myself. Um, and she came out with that, but now her manager is like trying to sue her. Um, which if you watched her show, um, Stella is her yeah, manager. Stella name. is the manager, and on the show, this manager just was not trustworthy no to me. she looks sloppy as fuck i felt like she i could have been her manager yeah and then like wendy williams was saying something like bringing to attention like she was like all dressed like her nail like it's not you can be cute and like all that stuff like be a manager but it seemed like she kind of wanted to be Mariah. the show yeah mm-hmm. she wanted to be she and wanted she, to be mariah Carey. and she came and firing all these people like it was a hairstylist that mariah loved never had a problem with i think they did like one little thing um which obviously they she could have spoken to them but like you know i didn't like this whatever blah blah, blah. but she fired the hairstylist mm-hmm. and then the hairstylist that she hired mariah just didn't like like she didn't get her like her hair and stuff and then there was like scenes like of Mariah like saying oh can you please come back or whatever so Stella was like very shitty yeah so she um is saying that 
Mariah, she's going to try to sue Mariah for sexual assault because Mariah Carey walks around naked. Which, not trying to be smart. Who on earth is thinking that Mariah wore clothes off camera? Because exactly. she barely wore them on and camera. also, again, back to Wendy Williams was saying this morning, when you're a showgirl, when you work, like, when you do that kind of thing, you're constantly changing outfits. And you have to change anywhere. Yeah, to and, get to point A to point B. And Stella, you just looking a little bitter. Like, I, I don't mean to be this way. I don't mean to say that women can't make women feel uncomfortable. Yeah. But, you know, as a woman, there's just this kind of feeling you get when you're around other women that, you, that you know, it's not the same fear that you get about men because historically speaking, men have, like, a reputation for being a little bit more sexually violent mm-hmm. towards everyone. Yeah. But, like, women, we don't necessarily have that reputation. So when I see an, a woman naked, that's my friend who isn't doing anything, who isn't forcing me to do anything. I would no way feel un- like, like she was attacking me. It's mighty funny that you start feeling uncomfortable after you got fired. Yep, yep. That's real funny. Yeah. But you know what? What's most important is that Mariah Carey is free. She hid yep. her bipolar disorder for 17 years. Wow. In 17 so years, she has been going through ups and downs and mm-hmm. workaholic and not being able to sleep and you know, feeling like she was terrible at her job because she didn't have the energy anymore. Mm-hmm. At one point, some art, some report was saying that she, as, like, when she had her nervous breakdown right before the emancipation of Mimi. Mm-hmm. No, no, somebody said this nervous breakdown was in 2016. She thought that Whitney Houston, Prince, and Michael Jackson were coming for dinner. Like, I don't know if that's true or not, but yeah. it could be. And she was going through this alone. We knew some, Mariah was going through something, mm-hmm. but I could have never imagined that it was this. Yeah, yeah, never. I... I didn't either. So, you know, y'all know we love Mariah Carey, and, you know, she's right. You know, if she said she saw Mariah Carey, <laughs> Prince, Whitney Houston, and they was all dead, she fucking saw them. Yeah, so I don't know it, why people questioning it, it. Just like, exactly. She, she said what the fuck she said. Yeah. Jeez. So, Sella is just like, that is just... Bye, girl. But yeah, we could definitely cut out the song play, because I'm tired of this nigga. Yeah, it was going... <laughs> It was, it was Chris cool. Brown being a fucking creep as usual, crying over Karuchi. Like that's yes, Karuchi Coochie better be on fucking one hundred. It's not even that. It's, like po- that. it's not even it's that. possession. It's possess- no, it's I know possessiveness. it is. And I you know dumb bitches are gonna be like, oh, Team I, yeah, I want a man like that or whatever. Okay, like you know, no comment on that. I don't got time. And that's that. And I'm tired of that nigga. So yeah, that's that's all. That's that on that. Yeah, like Chris Brown, just fucking leave Karuchi alone. Yeah, and stay deactivated on whatever you want. Just like fucking bye. To give you the short, the Shade Room posted a picture of Karuchi and her new boo. Chris Brown was like goals and like put some weird emojis. In like him. a walk, the walking emoji, walking away. And then he deactivated his Instagram. <laughs> and he bye. Stay that way. Yeah. Also, real quick for breakups and break ins, we are all over the place. This week. <laughs> I kind of like it. This is a real conversation. I know because like, I just wanted to. I felt like it was important to talk about. Murray. Right it here. really so was, and like, I was getting anxiety. Like I'm like, we can't skip over this, but I was like trying to change on the fly. But I'm like, okay, but no, it definitely was important. Also, um, something else that's really important is uh, Iggy Azalea and Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> Iggy Azalea and Tiger were Fuck spotted yeah. together at Coachella. Those are the rejects. Like, what is it? Um, on it, wasn't the kids called like the Losers Club or something like <laughs> the Loser? That's them, the fucking losers. <laughs> They're literally black community rejects that were like, you know what? They don't fuck with me. They don't fuck with you. <laughs> I got I got done dirty. You got left. And I Why feel not? like, I think she like eight feet taller than him. See, Stan, how you love that? <laughs> <laughs> That's what she say in the bedroom. 
Oh my god. Got the whole world <laughs> Hillbilly ass. She's from Australia. Like fucking Yodel ass kid. <laughs> All right, Tammy um and Waka Flocka. <laughs> Surprise. I know. Trouble in Paradise. Again. <laughs> Trouble in um the hood paradise. Um so Tammy posted an Insta clip of herself singing Careful <laughs> by Cardi B. And y'all know With that when light skinned girls <laughs> start singing in the camera. That, oh my god like you if i break up with somebody i'm never singing a hurtful song in i'm the not camera yeah I was because saying, I'm it's not just you it. look too fucking dumb and what did 21 savage say um he said something <laughs> please please if you had a time fucking watch the genius verify on when he um dissect the lyrics for his song x when he say it's so fucking funny but he said um oh my god bitches of course started out bitches yeah bitches love bitches love to leave long instagram Quotes. Somebody get fucked by knowing this shit. Shut the fuck up, bitch. And I feel that. I felt that. And that's how I feel about Tammy. Shut the fuck up, bitch. Like, okay. Yeah. You've been there before. We fucking know that Waka Flocka isn't shit. Like he cheated on you, and then you you was like, Yeah, bitch, my man cheated, but I took him back. And I'm like, now you have to deal with this. (laughs) Yeah, that's not Don't come singing careful for us. You should have been careful. Like, not us. And also, like, that every time I see her. I think of when this girl. So I used to be a huge Waka Flocka fan, and and um don't say round, that out loud again. Uh, and round of applause, and he said, "Waka, can you be my baby daddy?" Like saying a girl was saying that. And some girl took a picture with him, a fan, and she made the, her caption. And Tammy comments, "Um, bitch, no," or something like that. I'm like, you don't even know your nigga lyric. <laughs> You ain't even your baby daddy. I know. No shade. No shade. No shade. No shade. No but it's just like really, really funny to me how like she posted this. I'm like, yo, I, I just uh, and making me witness that. I'm like, I didn't ask. Just be dumb alone. Like I swear to God, hey. like if Car- if something happened um with Offset and Cardi B, Cardi need to shut the fuck up. Like you know what? You fooled me one time. Shame on you. Fool me, can't get fooled again. That's how I feel. I would just be quiet. Tammy, shut the fuck up. All right, so moving on in to common sense, sis. This week, we want to talk about influencers. These, you know, hey, hey, guys, welcome to my YouTube channel, ass bitches. (laughs) Would you like and subscribe, head ass bitches? Hey, guys, welcome to my YouTube channel. You fucking influencer culture really ticks me off because a lot of people <laughs> use it. Boy, I'm sorry. <laughs> I haven't heard anybody under 40 say tick me off. It fucking does. That's what it does. It ticks me the fuck off. <laughs> when people, it ticks me off because people try to say, they try to pretend like they're doing something. They're trying to end quote unquote influence you. But in the same token, I think it's all vanity based. Most right, of it, right. like for instance, there's somebody who's an influencer who I love. Like I get my life from him, Bar- Barbie guts. He's fucking funny as shit. Aries, like Team Aries. But there was like somebody who, like, there was another gay boy who surprised. That was like a skinny gay boy that was like similarly dressed to him, and he takes a screenshot of it and is like, "Okay, I know I'm an influencer, but this is ridiculous. Like something you're copying my yeah, style." Come on, I'm yeah, like, "You're come a on, fucking," yeah. and I'm like. First of all, skinny, a lot of skinny tan gays all dress like that. <laughs> y'all all wear fucking tank tops and beanies that say slut on them. Like, that's y'all fucking style. That's like if he, had, fucking, ice, if he had like an ice cold, he'd be like, he's still in my... It's like, exactly, um, yeah. So um, we, y'all, y'all all like have like similar fucking styles. But like, right. you're an influencer and like, if you influence somebody and then they do it, like, how are you going to get Your job is well done. It? And more importantly, what you need to be doing... 
It's taking a screenshot, sending it to advertisers. Like, see, I'm doing my fucking exactly. job. Exactly. You're if influencer you really to, like you said, to influence people and to get a coin. And yeah. I'm like, I remember when I first found out what influencers was, like, in college from, like, a strategic communication standpoint. And an influencer just was somebody, you know, who had the qualities that are likable, that was good at something, that had access, that could really spread a message because they were an expert in whatever it was. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you become an expert, you become popular, and why wouldn't advertisers want you as the front lines to, mm -hmm. uh, to their target audience to share this information? Like, that, in, the influencer ideology is genius, but you bitches and your egos is yeah, not Yeah, you gotta genius. leave, you have to kill your ego because, like, that is unattractive and also saying stuff like why would company send me a fur coat and it's about to be summer like y'all have to do better like some just being like indignant and feeling stuff like that and then saying shit like in your instagram stories like that looks fucking tacky right to me so it's like it's just and then like calling people fans or like thinking like some yeah, big your that fans makes and me stuff. cringe like you're, we will never you know if anybody has ever listened to us we never number one we just ain't there yet to even be on that you know wavelength but we never say fans and we never plan to no the way so you are supporters and, and listeners and listeners <laughs> that's it that's it you support us you have our backs you a fan is a fanatic i am a beyonce fan yeah, I'm a I was about to say yeah, fit, like the I feel like Beyonce and probably well no I feel like I can be friends with Rihanna, but like yeah. I can definitely be friends with Rihanna, but like Beyonce I cannot be in no. the same vicinity of her. No, thank you. I don't want to ever yeah. meet her. I'm okay with never meeting Beyonce because like. I don't think I... You know how you be like, let me go to the bathroom before I do this because I don't know what's, what my reaction is. Yeah, because I felt like that. I felt... <clears> when <throat> I met Betsy Johnson, I was like kind of like, whew, because that's somebody that like style-wise like influenced me since I was a fucking kid. <laughs> that's how I felt when I met the Property Brothers. <laughs> Remember, oh, I saw yeah. the Property you Brothers I almost shit. I was like, oh, <laughs> hell no. I got to get out of here. And you know what's fucking terrible? They're handsome, they're tall, and they're so nice. The Property Brothers are fantastic white men. And I just... <laughs> I, they really, really are. And, uh, like, I met Ellen DeGeneres, and I was like, okay, this is cool. But the Property Brothers, I was shook. I could not do it. I met Justin Bieber and was like, anyway, what's for lunch? Met Miley Cyrus, met Alicia Keys, yeah, I didn't give met, a shit. But the Property Brothers, I was like, Sabria, I can't. And they was taking pictures with I the know, staff. I know, I wanted you like, to uh -uh. take pictures. Well, yeah, I didn't take a picture with MIA when I met her either because, like, I felt like that. I was like, oh. Because here's the thing. These people that were naming stuff, they do things that are, like, inspiring or, like, giving back to, like, us in, like, some kind of way. Right. Like, influ like a lot of influencer people that claim they're influencers, you're not really an influencer. You're just popular. Somebody, yeah, you're a popular person who like was getting paid for your popularity. Mm -hmm. Um, and also it's just like again, like it's just the ego. It's just too it's just <laughs> it's just too out of control. I'm sorry, I'm laughing at Eric. But like <laughs> your the ego is just too big and it's it's unattractive. Like I went through like a whole thing of where I just like unfollow people that I just was following because they were like pretty or whatever. Mm. And I'm like, you offer me nothing <laughs> and you're like very bitchy, like your attitude and you talk about all these haters and stuff like this and blah blah blah. And it's making me feel like you talking about people, like you say, Oh, something about a broke bitch, whatever. And I'm like, um, I'm a broke bitch and I'll be watching your videos. How about I fucking subscribe? 
I'll show you. And, and also, like, it used to be a time where being an influencer literally meant something because it was very hard to get that reach on, like, YouTube and even mm-hmm. harder to get it on, like, Facebook, on, yeah. like, Instagram. But now, with the day, the days of, like, just being beautiful attracts people and mm-hmm. getting surgery and pretending that you're beautiful attracts people, mm-hmm. it's so easy for people to just kind of grow all these followers and through nothing else but just that number, just mm-hmm. by having 13K, 15K, it's whether like, their content is good or not, whether th- their followers are organic or not, mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're an influencer. And I actually was reading a study that said that, you know, a product, like they gave um somebody with a lot of followers, quote unquote, an influencer, uh, a product to share with their followers and then they gave someone with only like 900 followers you know a product to you know kind of sell or promote to their following and the person with 900 following had a stronger 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 um like stronger like results and i feel that way with us they call those people uh i believe it's micro influencers micro influencers almost a macro but that's more micro influencers and these are people with less um followers but with more powerful words and i feel like that's where we're at uh, as far as black girl brunch is like at this point we our following is not huge but our follow our followers and our supporters are so strong and they're so loyal that what we put out there is impactful because it's organic. Yeah, and a lot of people, like, the everything about influencer culture is becoming, like, oversaturated because, like, the shit that people be selling, it's like, you don't, I don't even believe in this no. shit. Like, gummy, gummy bears that make your hair grow and, like, the flats yeah. of MET and all this stuff like that. I'm like... Unicorn tears. Is that what they call their face oil? It's like I think so. Oil? Yeah, there's, yeah, it's like unicorn t- and, like, vampire something. And I'm like, at first I'm like, oh, this stuff looks cool or whatever. But I'm like, no, like, I don't trust... I don't, like, I feel like y'all will sell anything. Right, like, Fashion Nova is a good example of somebody who's using influencers in, like, a, a really great way. Yeah, because also, they like, use they it post... in a really great they way. They do, and they post people that are not that popular. Like, yep. they po- they'll post anything. And also, like, I had tagged them and stuff when I was wearing those pants, mm-hmm. which I get why people wear Fashion Nova stuff, because that shit had me feeling super confident. Yeah. My pants. Um, That's they, so like, good to hear. They, like, conf- confident. They commented on, like, you know, a, the post that I made, um, um, but yeah, that's what I do like about Fashion Nova. Like they, well, I only follow Fashion Nova Curve, but they post like anybody. If you're wearing their stuff, like they'll post. Um, yeah, they'll post you. That's easy, and they like they have like you know a good level of celebrities. Then they have a good level. Um, level of just influencers mm-hmm. and just like kind of everyday average people but yeah it does begin to like just get like not believable anymore to have all of these like quote unquote influencers sharing advertisements of like this that and the other it's like bitch you know damn well like Amber Rose was doing this gold mask I'm like Amber you got pretty skin yeah like dumb shit like that and, like, like I, I don't never... look at you for that like exactly. I don't I don't go I don't come to Amber Rose for beauty like I simply <laughs> do not yeah like, because everything that's beautiful about you is either one you got it naturally or you just seek some help yeah. from you know Dr. Miami or whoever the fuck else so same thing with like China they be trying to do like um this is like I don't want to hear what you have to say no i don't care it's like when people get the influencer thing right they get it right like yeah. actually when she get yeah, no, that's fake too. When she did those <laughs> Venus, the Venus flytrap titty thing, where like they pulled the t- um, the things and what, they it's called um, sneaky vaunt. Yeah, like all the bitches who did that had fake boobs. Yeah, and like I seen somebody, I've seen somebody with um real like boobs? real boobs have it, um, but 
their caption just was like something. It was so corny. Like every time that I want to wear something strapless, something like that. It's just like so. Who are you talking rehearsed. to? This yeah. is like the number one thing with the influencer is is supposed to be transparency. But now we're looking at the influencers as just a puppet for the uh, company. Yeah, at this point. Exactly. It's not real. It's, it's only a few influencers that word that I'm like hold stick to me like Jackie Ina, yep. um, Alyssa Ashley, yep. Arnell, Hello, um, Armand. Um, basically a lot of black, um, makeup Shayla, like makeup Shayla did a, um, a black owned, it's called bomb makeup tutorial, black owned makeup, uh, beauty tutorial. Mm -hmm. And she used this foundation from black opal. Um, it's like a stick. Um, and it was like, Oh, I'm like, Oh, that looks good. So I bought it. And ever since then, that has been, like, that's my new holy grail. Like, I used to use $50 Lancome foundation, which was, like, my holy grail. And now I'm using this $10, wow. like, black opal stick foundation, which I'm running out of and I need to get more. Because she used it and it was everything. And, like, it's, she was very honest in some of the stuff. She wasn't, like, you know. And it was an honest opinion where you can't get mad if you're like the company is just like you take a note right. and be like okay maybe we should fix this yeah. or whatever and it's like I said that's been like my holy grail um uh Alyssa Ashley like a lot of stuff that she does everything she like, says because she, she describes she, things so perfectly she does and she says that she will never take anything like a uh a, par a sponsored thing if she doesn't believe in doesn't it. believe in it and her sister says it as well Arnell and I believe the same thing for um, Jackie Ina they're not afraid to shake the table and say I fucking exactly. hate this this is terrible quality this is wrong yeah because um, Alyssa actually said about the Anastasia Beverly Hills pilot that she did not like it she absolutely hated it mm -hmm. and I have not bought that pilot and I have <laughs> I, I have an Anastasia Beverly Hills because Anastasia Beverly Hills is one of my favorite favorite mm -hmm. favorite makeup brands and I have a pilot from them modern renaissance but it's like the palette that Alyssa Ashley didn't like it also has a lot of fallout right and it's not actually my go-to like I thought it would be yeah. but I also have another palette I have so many fucking palettes but yeah it's not my you know grab and like go-to and like she wasn't wrong it was no. a lot of it was fallout it's a lot of fallout and you know what like as somebody who like loves products like every time I put on a face mask or every time I put on a hair mask every time I do things like people kind of know me as that natural hair girl or that girl who loves like skincare just natural skincare people always are like oh what is that what is this what is that like I take that so like I I I'm really, really happy that people look at me for that per as that person. So as a potential influencer one day, I just wish people start taking a little bit more serious. Yeah. Give an honest and also, opinion. Yeah, I'm not never... letting that shit go to their fucking dome. Exactly. And I would never... T like, for me, for instance, me, I would never... Um, like, when people ask me what do I use for my skin or stuff... I don't really give detailed answers and I would never give anybody advice about skincare because I'm somebody that I've never had acne. Mm -hmm. I've never had like breakouts. Like, yeah, so and it would I don't be so annoying. Yeah. It's just like that. They be like, you know, I squeeze a lemon <laughs> and then I follow with grapefruit juice and then I, I take butterfly saliva. And it's like, bitch, you know damn well you was born with just no pores. Yeah, because like I don't even drink water. Like I drink water. Mm -hmm. Like that's the only thing I drink, but I don't drink it how I'm supposed to. And I 
I'll be like dehydrated, sometimes thirsty. And also another thing, I can fall asleep with my makeup and my skin will be like not bad. me. So I cannot. Exactly. So I would never give people advice on skincare. Like I don't think it would be fair. Right. And I think that's why people do come to me, especially if you knew me in high school with skincare stuff, because like I had problem skin and even now like I have like larger pores and stuff like that. So when that now that I have like pretty nice or clear skin I understand why people want to come to me same thing with like my hair like I wear my hair out a lot of people trying to get the confidence to do that people ask me what I use in my yeah, hair but all say, the time hair, now the hair that's something that I always depend on you I'm like what do you use what do you use and I love that shit but I'm not going to make it seem easy no my afro is not easy it's a lot of work it's it a is, lot of dedication it it's a lot of blood sweat and tears <laughs> and like I'm honest it's expensive as fuck too but it's yeah. worth it and it's cheaper than a sewing mm-hmm. always remember that so, okie doke, that about ends it. Stop but... selling lies at the, the... Oh, I was scared of shit. I'm like, what'd I do? <laughs> no. All in all, in conclusion, stop selling lies. We ain't buying that shit. And stop letting it go to your head. And you stop just... letting it go to your head. You are not fucking Madonna or, like, <laughs> anybody. Like, you're fucking not. And that's the tea. Like, especially if you fucking working... If you wearing a fucking blue Walmart shirt and then you want to shine online. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. But, um, yeah, that's, uh, that ends it for this week's episode of Black Girl Brunch. Do we want to give a shout-out to any of our people out there? Um, I have no... I can't think of any shout-outs um, at the moment. Okay, no shout-outs at the moment. But I do want to just uh, remind you all that the Vegan Cookout is going to be July 21st, Woo-hoo. starting um, at noon until it's going to be at Lemon Hill. If you don't know where Lemon Hill is, what the fuck? Like, how do you not know that? <laughs> so, yes, Mr. Bri and I um, went last year. It's hosted by the Vegan Fit Fam, and we're just going to talk about this until it happens because it was that fun, and it's a perfect opportunity if you're thinking about being vegan mm-hmm. but you just need or just interested in it. It's a great um, place to go you yep. know for black folk it's hard to find people like that somebody mm-hmm. told me the other day like today like you was cute but how <laughs> you don't like chicken and that fucked me up to be honest because I didn't know how to answer yeah, but um y'all don't gotta have chicken just come on to this thing and yes. be cool we have not heard back from the Spotify thing just yet yet but even if we get rejected, we still won't let y'all know about it. I was about it. to say, also, we still have a podcast. Like. Yeah, we still doing this shit. And we still got, like, y'all listening to it. So <laughs> as long as we have that, like, I feel like a winner. Yeah, for real, for real. So that ends it for this week's episode. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Black Girl Brunch. At- Black Girl Brunch. Follow us on Twitter at BLK Girl Brunch. If you want to send us an email, email us at blackgirlbrunch at gmail.com. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Iman Mate. Sabria is gluten, at glutenfrida um, on Instagram and at glutenfrida underscore on Twitter. All right, so that's it. Until next week, bye. Peace.